The subject of today's shir is the halachas of Yerid Lubnos Shachaveri. Halachically, mutter and usher infringement and competition. And the truth of the matter is that when we discuss the halachas of infringement and competition, one can express their emunah and bitachin much more in this area of halacha, in this area of chesh mishpats, than in other areas of chesh mishpats. The chayvis halvavs in Shari bitachin discusses why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu make the world in such a way that a person has to be Isaac and Parnassah for his basic needs? The animal kingdom, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives them everything they need without a job, without an umness. Yet the human being, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created him lacking many things which he needs on a daily basis, which... He has to exert efforts. He has to get a job. He has to be Isaac and Umnis to acquire the parnasi he needs to buy all the things which the human being is chaser. And the Chayos of Avos explains that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did this as an Nisayim. The truth of the matter is, what we have, what we end up with at the end, is really Nigzer on Rosh Hashanah. A person has a chiv to do ishtadlus, but yet how he's mishtadl is for the biggest tests that a person has, for the biggest discredits that a person has. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives parnasa, and the Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells us to be mishtadl. And one of the biggest discredits that a person has is that he's he's mishtadl and parnasa in a way which the Torah allows him to, and at times that the Torah allows him to. And when it comes to Hasagas Vul, Yeri Lomnos one can mamish express their Munah Many people who would not steal from their friends, or would not cheat, sell defective items, feel that the capitalistic concept of fear competition, open markets, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm doing my thing, my product is better, I have ways to grab the customers, and a person could sort of feel sometimes that, look, I'm not taking anything from anybody else, but yet halacha is very clear. There are certain ways which a personality which hurts the competition, and there are certain forms of competition which, since it hurts a fellow Jew, are also al piyalacha, and the Torah tells us that how much our bottom line is that's katsu from Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah. Hakadosh Baruch Hu decides how much parnasa a person has. We have to mishtadel in the ifadim, in the ways which are permissible al piyalacha, and we're guaranteed that if we do what's permitted we will not lose out from what we were promised, or what was cuts of to us on Rosh Hashanah. And even if it seems that this particular year that the competitor opened up, we lost our money, we, our profits are less than the previous year, that's because that's the way it was decreed last year Rosh Hashanah. But ultimately, 
what we have is from the Rabbeinu Shleilam, and our, from the biggest nishkenis that people have, is to be mishtadel in a way which is halachically permissible. In fact, the Chaznish writes that when one is halachically allowed to stop the competition, so that's his chiyuv ishtadlus. Go to Bezdin, send him Azmona, and to close down the competition. But when one is not allowed halachically to close down the competition, so then anything which he does to try to close down the competition will be a chashash of gezel, he'll be stealing from that other person, and almost to the point, hashkafically, that if one has a chiv to go to Bezin, so then this year, in this opportunity, he has a larger chiv ishtadlis, he has to spend more time promoting his business. But in a case where halachically his hands are tied, so then he doesn't have the tax of ishtadlis, Parnasa is from the Rebbein Yishtadlis, and as we mentioned earlier, this is sometimes from the hardest areas of halacha, because although one is not stealing, but one is expressing his emunah and bitachin by following clearly the halachas of yeri l'mashachaveri, infringement and competition. When we discuss yeri l'mashachaveri, halachically permissible competition, it's divided into three basic categories. There's what's mutter, there's what's asr, and what is mutter and halacha, but the way the Rabbim puts it is not the way a Tamil Chacham goes ahead and does business. The Shulchan Aruch Rav says that there's a Midas Chasidus in certain cases not to compete. So let's discuss what's mutter, and then we'll proceed to what's asr and what is included in the Midas Chasidus. Anything which all competing businesses in town can do and can afford to do to try to lure the customers into their store is perfectly mutter al piyalacha. One is allowed to make promotions, one is allowed to make certain items in his store on sale, one is allowed to give out door prizes, one is allowed to give out candy and nash to the kids so they should pressure their parents to come to your store as opposed to the competition. One can make glitzy advertisements, fancier storefronts, give out drinks, give out danishes. Anything which any store could go ahead and do is mutter. If the other store owner chooses not to do that, not to compete back and thereby loses customers to your store, that is not your ASIC. That is not your problem, even from a Midas Chasidus. The part which is Aser, and the Chassam Seifer says that it is Gezel Midaraisa, is to open up a competing business in a way where that competing business will affect the bottom line of the existing business or put the other business out of, put the other business out of business, and the, that situation is the, is the Shulchan Aruch discusses which cases are mutter and which cases are asr. The starting point is a Gemara in Babasra. 
In Mesechtas Baba Basra, the Afchafal from a base, the Gemara tells us, Omer Ravuna, Ravuna says, If you have a person who lives in a Movoi, he lives on one particular neighborhood in the city, he lives in this Movoi, he has a mill, this is the way he is Isaac and Parnassah, he grinds flour and charges people. And another person who lives in the same community, and he sets up a mill next to the first person's mill. The Gemara says, The halacha is, Rav Huna says, that the original business has the ability to stop the second business from opening up. He says to him, you are stopping my parnasa. You are infringing on my livelihood. That's the opinion of Rav Huna. The Gemara goes on to say that Rav Huna Brady Yeshua argues, and Rav Huna Brady Yeshua says that two people who live in the same city are allowed to compete with each other. A person from outside of the city. Rav Huna Yeshua says, may not open up a business in the city where there is an existing business because he's infringing on the parnasa of the local merchants. If a person lives in the exact same neighborhood, so then he wants to open up a competing business in the neighborhood, that Rav Huna Yeshua says is mutter, if he lives in the city, but in a different neighborhood, so then Rav Huna Brady Yeshua is Mesopic. However, Lahalacha, we hold that it's Mutter. So, for example, if a person is practicing law in one city, and there's a lawyer, someone's practicing law in a, in, a, in a particular city, and a lawyer from out of town who lives out of town, we're not discussing who wants to move to town, but a lawyer who lives out of town wants to open up a law practice in the city where the first lawyer has been operating. So then, if there's really enough business to go around for both, and he's not infringing on the other person's bottom line, because there's more need for a lawyer than the first one could possibly handle, and they're both going to make... Though the first guy's parnasa will not be affected, obviously it's mutter. But the moment that the second lawyer is going to affect the first lawyer's business, so then since the competition does not live in town, that would be usher. The same would apply to any service, whether it's a lawyer, whether it's a, a painter, a repairman, or a store, a pizza store, a general store. To set up a business if you do not live in that city, and that will go ahead and ruin, lower the amount of money being made by the existing business. If you are not a local, that is Osir al Pialoha. If you live in the same neighborhood and you want to set up in that same neighborhood, that is Mutar al Pialoha. If you live in a different part of the city, and you want to set up in his neighborhood, 
It's a shayla of the Gemara. La halacha that we hold it is mutter. La halacha we hold this mutter. So basically, whether you're a provider of goods, you're a provider of services, it doesn't make a difference. If you're local, you're allowed to open up a competing business. However, if you are a non-local, you may not open up a competing business. There's a midas chasidus that even if you are a local and you are going to infringe on the other person's parnasa, there's a midas chasidus not to open shop unless the situation as common in big cities is that there's really enough business for everybody to go around, to go around for everybody even if the person's going to have to work a little bit harder, advertise a little better, make a few sales, that's not considered to be an infringement of his parnasa, if there's enough to go around. But if you are infringing on his parnasa, there's a midas chasidus not to do it, even if you live in the city. However, if you're an out-of-towner, so then, al pi he could stop you. The notable exception is, Malam de Tineikis, one who teaches Torah. One is allowed to compete. The Gemara tells us that cannot say from Tara Bechachma that the 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 more yeshivas, the more Tamiacham teaching Torah to children there are, the better job that the better education the children will get, and therefore that competition is the Ratzon of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore it would be also for the original. Rebbe to go ahead and to close down the one who wants to start up. And over here we apply the rule of the Chaznish that we mentioned earlier. And that basically is that if you are a Rebbe and a competing Rebbe opens up, you try to close them down, you're a Ganif. You're operating outside of Allah. However, if you're a lawyer and the other person opens up from out of town, then you're required to go to Bezin, send them Azmana, try to close them down. That would be part of your Chiyav this the tax on all of mankind. That would require you to get involved and to try to close down the competition. Now, we said that if you're opening up a similar business, you also live in town, that that is permitted. It's important to point out that there is a very important exception to this rule, which starts with the opinion of the Avi Yosef. The Avi Yosef discusses a case where a person lives on a one-way street. A person has a business on a one-way street, and people are using his mill or whatever else's business is the competitor wants to open up closer to the main road. That anybody who wants the old, to enter the old shop will have to pass the first store on their way in. In such a case, Avi Yosef says, it's also for the competition to open up. The explanation being, because it's not the pshat that he's competing for all practical purposes, he's closing the other fellow down. Who's walking another half a block to get an item which he can get with a half a block closer with less effort? You're, you, basically, you're closing the guy down. 
That's called posakta lochiusi. You're closing him down. And therefore, if you're closing down the other person, that would be usher, even if you live in the same city, even according to Rav Huna Rader Mishur. The G'dayli Achreinim all accept the opinion of the Avi Yosef, the Chassam Sefer, in a very long shuva, makes a very strong point, the halacha, we paskin like this, and therefore, Ramei Shefeinstein, in two tshuvas, goes with this opinion of the Avi Yosef, and therefore, if one wants to open up a competing business, one has to ask themselves, am I totally putting the competition out of business, or is there enough business to go around for both of us, just basically he's going to make less money, but he's still going to be able to operate. Now, when we're dealing with these type of questions, one has to speak to thereof, and one has to speak to other businessmen. A business, Ramesh Feinstein Zatzal has a, has a case, he discussed a situation where there's a Judaica store in town, and somebody else wants to open up a competing Judaica store. In a large city, Lakewood, Muncie, New York, Brooklyn, there's enough Yidin Baruch Hashem to hold out several Judaica stores. But in a small town, it's true that, you know, people will buy in both stores. Both stores will probably turn a profit. But very often, the whole business becomes not worth it. There's a certain amount of overhead. There's a certain amount of supplies, you know, over, overhead in the, in the store. You have a certain amount of supplies. The proprietor of the store is spending hours and hours in the store. He can't be Isaac in any other form of Pardasa. And if you're going to force him to be making less money than he needs to basically survive, so that in effect, you're closing him down. If you assume for a second it costs $50,000 a year to live, if you're going to push his profit margin down to $30,000, he's going to have to close up shop. He's not going to be able to afford what he has to support his family, and therefore he's going to have to close up shop and find a different business. So closing down the business, Pasakta Lechiusei, there's not only in a case like the Avi Yosef where you take almost every single customer, but when you make the business no longer worthwhile, that would be a case of Posakta Lechiyuse. And Ramesha Feinstein Zatzal, in this case where the city was unable to sustain two Judaica stores, he forced the second one to close. However, he did make a pshara that the existing business does have to pay the expenses to the, the pay, pay the competitor for the expenses that he incurred. A similar situation of putting somebody out of business is to undercut his prices in a way that he cannot stay open. The Ramachu discusses a case where somebody wanted to close a Svarim publisher out and he had unlimited resources and he was going to go ahead and sell his Svarim at under market value in order to close the competition down. So again, in any situation where the first business is being closed down totally, to the either no one's going in there or it's no longer can die as a business. Even if the person has multiple businesses and we're only closing down a part of his business, in all of those situations, 
even if you're a local, it would be usher to compete. So let's recap for a, for a moment. Generally speaking, a person who lives in the city is allowed to open a competing business, even if that's infringing into the parnasa of the existing merchants. Is that if he's making a serious dent in their parnasa, not to get involved. However, if you're putting him out of business, that would be usher in halacha, even for a local. If one looks in the older svarim, one sees that part of the haskamis that were given to the svarim were time limitations. Nobody should print another shas for X amount of years. Nobody should print another rambam for so many years. And that was to protect the investment of the original investor who opened up this business, so to say, of selling a shas, selling a rambam. And we find in Shuvas Harama, which was very interesting, is they even put an iser on the buyer. In a case where a store is operating out of the realm of halacha, then the, although the iser is really on the one who opened the store, but the buyer may not say, look, he wasn't allowed to open, but I want to make a good deal. But the Ramah says that there's the iser, on supporting such a business, on supporting a business which is operating outside of the realm of halacha. Hashem, in a future share, we will discuss situations where one would be allowed to compete, even if they do not live in the city and they are infringing on the original um, merchant or the original the original businesses. Um, profits.